with hints, tips and tradey chat. Grab yourself a brew because it's about to start. This is Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Before the show starts, I just quickly wanted to talk to you about Tradeify. Tradeify is a fast-growing job management platform for all busy tradespeople. It's great for managing all sorts of business admin such as quotes, tracking invoices, timesheets and appointments, leaving you more time to focus on other important things. Tradeify have very kindly given me a discount code for my viewers, so check them out by clicking the link in my show description and using discount code AMY50 to get 50% off. Now, let's crack on with this show. Hello and welcome to Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Um, this week, I'm going to be talking to HVAC Girlo, um, or Ruth, from Dublin. She's an air conditioning engineer. Hello. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> good, thank you. You okay? Yeah, good. Thank you very much for having me on. No Very problem. excited. Thanks for, um, yeah, coming on. Um, so... I'll be honest, I really don't know anything about your job. Um, so hopefully I'm going to learn something today. So <laughs> first of all, I want to know um, how how did you get into into this? Like, w- or what made you want to get into air conditioning? Uh, originally, I wanted to join uh, Dublin Fire Brigade, actually. And so I got into this trade in 2007. And at the time... They weren't recruiting, but I, they had all information on their, their website and it was all like, oh, we're looking for people with this and that. And one of them was they wanted people with trade backgrounds. So I was like, okay. Oh, so I went down to, in over in Ireland, the trades are done through a government body called, it was called FOSS at the time, but it's Solis now. So you can go down to one of their offices and they have all the, the basically the jobs that are available. So I went down and I applied as for a Sparky, for carpentry, for plumbing, for uh, air conditioning and I got a few interviews with a few different companies and air conditioning was the one okay. that I got offered so I took it. Yeah. So pretty boring but that's how I got into it and now it's, <laughs> now it's this. So sorry how long ago was that? How long have you been doing that? Uh, 2007 is when I started my apprenticeship and then I qualified in 2011. Okay so it's a full four-year apprenticeship. Yeah. Um, how do you how is it how is it done is it like one day a week in college or is it the same as no it's actually it's very different is that how it's done in the uk i don't know if, honestly i don't know for um i don't even know how people train here to be air conditioning engineers but apprenticeships here like for electrics or plumbing you can do like uh, one day a week at college and the rest on site or you do um like seven weeks on site and then a week or two weeks in college it varies it depends how you do it so oh, okay how did you very do different here so over here your four-year apprenticeship is split into seven phases okay. so it's it's four phases on the job and then three in college so phase two four and six you're in college mm-hmm. so for phase two you're in college for 20 weeks for phase four you're in college for 10 weeks and for phase six you're in college for 10 weeks and so then 20 weeks straight of college 20 weeks straight yeah and is that a mixture of um practical work like work yeah it's a mixture work? of practical and, and theory okay but yeah it's, it's 20 weeks straight so it, it's tough going like because there's only two centers that do air conditioning and refrigeration and since i'm in dublin which is the capital you would assume that there is one in dublin but they're not they're both down the country so you're either going to end up in Cork or Shannon here for 20 weeks. So. All right. So how, how did you do that? Were you travelling or did you were you staying 
No, I was staying down there. I just got a, a room in like a holiday village, I think it was. Okay. So while you're doing it, are you getting paid your apprenticeship wage still while you're doing your 20 weeks? Yeah, so when you're doing your 20 weeks, you don't get paid by your company. You get paid by essentially the government and it's tax-free. Oh, right, okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so, so it's not too bad. Like, you get, I think, 70 euro a week for, like, expenses for accommodation and things like that. Like, so. All right, okay. Well, that's good. What, um, how, how did you find college? Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. I found phase two very difficult because... Well, not very difficult, but it's quite a shock to the system because you're kind of used to you're kind of used to kind of like following the lead and just kind of being told what to do, and then you get down there and you're just like, right, today you're doing this today. Like, why aren't still to this day? And the lecturers is not my forte at all. Like, we <laughs> so down there they're like, yeah, you're gonna like build this panel for this for this cold room from scratch, and you're just like, oh my god, what am I doing? <laughs> I was but, uh, like phase four and phase six were really good. Like you, you're pretty much you kind of end up kind of like with the same people and all. Then you'll see them again in your next phase. So like, and it is good, but it's just it's, it, for me it was just very daunting. It was my first time living away from home as well. So you're just like, oh, I don't. Know. Yeah. Were there other females on the course or? No, and here's a fact. Actually, my sister works now. She works for the company Solus, who does the air condition. Well, who does all the trades, and um, she told me that in the entire like history of refrigeration there's only seven women that have done it and there's only wow. four that have actually completed it wow really yeah so that's that's crazy she's always asking me to like do talks and do all these type of things that yeah, they need. so should. i'll do them for her but when she told me those figures i couldn't believe it that's that's my batters yeah it's to, crazy to be, to be fair i don't know any um female <laughs> air conditioning engineers here um but yeah, four. Yeah, I think every any most of them that I follow on Instagram, I think they're all US based or Canada. Yeah, or... I follow quite a few um, US, Canada, um, somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but you you were okay through college though. You didn't mind, you know, being the only girl and everyone was sound with you. And... No, it was generally fine. I'm still in contact with a lot of the the lads hey. who were in the course, and yeah, it was good crack. It was more. It was more being from Dublin that they didn't. They didn't like us. So. Oh really? Yeah, it's a big rivalry. You're either from Dublin or you're from the country, so they just didn't like us. <laughs> um, how did you um find it? Well, you know, when you first started working in your apprenticeship, when you're going on site and stuff, how how did you find that? We was everybody okay with you? Were you comfortable doing it? Were you? I mean, it's nerve wracking, isn't it, at the beginning? Yeah, um, it is because. You're just kind of like you want people to take it seriously, and then you're just like, and you like you you're relying on the other people to teach you. Yeah. So you need to make a good impression on them. But then, like you said, like you are kind of nervous. You're like, I don't want to mess up, and you don't yeah. want them to be like, oh, she can't do that. She can't do that. It was it was generally fine. There was there was actually one lad in in the company who I wouldn't say he bullied me, but he used to like make like certain comments, and you're just like. There's no need for that. One time I remember he specifically said to me, like, why am I doing this? Why am I a nurse or a hairdresser? And I was just like... Really? Yeah. Have you, have like, you faced a lot of that since? Um, like, through your career so far? Have you faced a lot of, sort of, any, you know, negativity or... No, or... to be honest, not really, no. I, you get, like, some comments in offices, and strangely, it's mostly women who say it, but it's more... 
Really? It's more kind of like, Jesus, like, yeah, I can't believe to see you doing this trade. Fair play to you. And you're just like, yeah, thanks. So it's more just like people sort of being shocked or, you know, surprised. Yeah, by... it's more so that like, like you were saying, like you've never seen uh, an air conditioning engineer female one over in the UK. Like, I, I yeah. think it's more so that they're just like, wow, like they've never, they've never seen it. Because to be honest, like even before I kind of followed lo- loads of people on Instagram and found likes of yourself and all, I never knew like one tradeswoman here. Yeah. Like I couldn't. I still really don't. There's a few that I follow now, but I never would have known any beforehand. Yeah, it's 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 very uncommon. But um, I want to talk to some bit to some um, sort of tradies over in the US, um, Australia, and New Zealand because it's much more common over there. I don't know if you do you follow a lot sort of around the world. Yeah, I'd say the majority of the people that I follow are like U US, Canada, UK. And like you said, Australia, there'd be a few people that I'd follow in like, uh, there's a really good lad in Turkey that I follow. He's great with like air, Dyke and air conditioners. He's always messaging me, but the majority would, I'd say, be kind of like US, UK. Yeah. So you're, the company that you did your apprenticeship with them, um, mm-hmm. did you stay with them when you finished? No, because we were in the middle of the recession at the time. So I oh, literally got caught. So I got called in on a Monday and I was basically told, you're qualifying on Friday, you're finished on Friday. Really? Oh, that's harsh. Yeah. So what, what did you do? Uh, I was unemployed for 18 months. Oh, God. I ended up getting, I don't, what do you call it over there if you work for cash? <laughs> Illegal. <laughs> so we, we've we've two words here you're it's either a foxer or a nixer so i ended up getting a really good nixer in a hotel okay just um just changing gas out of systems and like replacing fans and all but rather than have me on the books your man used to just pay me cash all right okay so i did that for a couple of months <laughs> <laughs> okay um but yeah you so you were out of work for quite a while then yeah um so all that time were you like applying for stuff or did you sort of give up for a bit thinking those because of the recession and stuff you were I gave up for a little bit and then I ended up getting my FGAS certificate during that time and like I got it for free because I was unemployed I think the course is I think it's maybe 1500 euro it's done through through the apprenticeships now but at the time it was separate so I ended up getting that and then after that kind of that kind of spurred me on to to trying to get back into it and then I ended up yeah. just applying to a load of different companies and I ended up getting a job with the one that I'm still with now so are you still there now that's good mm-hmm. so what what does a, a typical day look like for you then I literally I don't really know like <laughs> what what it involves <laughs> like uh I do I'm mainly on like the maintenance team or, or like we do like I do call it as well but uh, at the minute I'm in the data centre, so it's pretty much just maintenance. So you'll go in and you'll just you'll strip down the units, you'll clean them, you'll check pumps, you'll make sure the drains are okay, you'll run the units, making sure they they heat and cool, you'll check the outdoors, check the coils, check all the electrics. On the outdoors, like for the indoors and the outdoors actually, like anything from the isolator on is our problem. And then anything right. up to anything up to the isolator, we call in yourself. Yeah, so yeah it's probably, for me. 
when we um, do it, we obviously just put this, put everything in up to the isolator and then leave it. So mm-hmm. I literally wouldn't know what happens after that, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, is it all big uh, commercial jobs that you're doing? Do you install uh, the company I work for? It's yeah, it's majority of it is commercial. It's all hotels. Data centers are the big thing now. Because like the the climate in Ireland similar to the UK, like it's it's very cold most of the time, so it's yeah. it's free cooling for the data centers. So we pretty much, I'd say our main three are data centers, hotels, and offices. To be fair, we do a couple of residential stuff, but it's in like the the smaller heat pumps. But it, it's not that big for us yet, anyway. Okay. Um, are you in? Are you with the same sort of team or the same people every day, or how big's your company that you're working for? Uh, I think there's about 110 people now, but the it's kind of it's split into two divisions. So there's the there's the install side, and then there's the service and maintenance side. So service and maintenance, I think there's there's probably 11 or 12 of us out in vans, and then we'd each have an apprentice. So okay, so you get you have an apprentice. Do you so you always work on service and maintenance, or do you ever? do the install installs uh i did install for a little bit during my apprenticeship but now and with this company it's service and maintenance but we do like we'll do retrofits and if it's a small enough job they might get us to like to put like a couple of splits in here and there but the majority of it is is either maintenance or it's like service repairs or okay do you ever find um sort of physically there's anything that you can't do like just because you're a woman is there anything you ever come across you think oh i can't i can't do it or uh, it's only when you're working on like really big units like there's like compressors that would be like 80 kilos or something yeah so a man would, wouldn't be able to do that on his own either it's just yeah so it's only stuff like that so but like you know yourself these days everything is health and safety mad so yeah they'd never let you even attempt to do it yourself anyway but generally no like I think we actually, I think I started getting into the gym in probably like 2010 ish because of this job. I was like, I need to get stronger. I need to yeah. Get <laughs> it's funny. A lot, a lot of the girls that I've spoken to um, said the same thing. You know, when, when she right. start, you think, right, I need to get fit. I need to get stronger. <laughs> and we're all at the gym doing weights and stuff, trying to. Yeah, because like you're, like we have to look around like bottles that could weigh 20 or 30 kilos. And... Okay. And then you'd have like your, we're always kind of like obviously like the ladder and the tools and stuff. So it's mainly like the bottles and stuff because you've no choice. Like there's, it, you have to carry the gas. Like so, and some of you might have to like lug them onto a roof or oh god, carry them a good bit. So you've you've no choice. You can't be. It sounds really sort of physical, to to be honest. Like I, I bought a trolley last bag. year. So say that again. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I bought a trolley last year. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a tool bag on wheels, like a three-stack tool case thing, and everyone used to laugh at me. And I've got um, a Velocity bag now, but I put that much stuff in it, it absolutely breaks my back <laughs> carrying it around. I know. I, I really want the, like, the Vito uh, Tech, the, the pack out, the, like, yeah. the big bag, but I just, I know I'll end up filling it with just every tool that I have, and then yeah. I, I won't be able to carry the thing. It's honestly amazing. 
I think, oh, I'll just put that in, I'll put that in, I end up putting everything in. Like, I've cleared out the back of the van, I don't even know how it all fits in there. And then I go to pick it up and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I'm going to fall backwards and I'll be like a turtle on my back on a shower, we have to get back. Oh, no, that's why I'm just like, I want that bag, but I'm just like, no, no, I don't need it that badly. I don't need it that badly. <laughs> Um, have you got any uh, funny stories for me? Things that have happened on site or... Oh, God. <laughs> I remember one time, actually, one time, both of these were in a morgue, actually. One time there was a dead mouse in a drip tray in a morgue. And then mm-hmm. in, in that same morgue, I had to do one of the body fridges. And oh, they never moved. They never moved, like, uh, whatever the, the bins are that they, they dispose of stuff in. They never moved one out of the way, so I ended up having to move it and the bag open and there was just like a severed foot in there. No way. <laughs> yeah, it's very no good, yeah. Way. That's great. It's just like oh my god. <laughs> oh. So what what are you what what are you doing in the fridge? Like were you guessing it? In the body fridge thing? Yeah, I think at the time I think I think the evaporator was frozen over, so I was I think I was just clearing that with I think that, yeah, I think that the evaporator was just frozen over, so I had to just clear everything out to be able to access it and access the drain and make sure the the heaters were working. So I remember that they, they had a body in it, and your man it obviously opens from both sides. So I remember the guy in the like autopsy suite was like, "Give me five, five, ten minutes." He moved the bodies out, but he obviously forgot the bit. <laughs> so forgot the body parts. Yeah. Oh God, I didn't even. That's probably. I never even, it wouldn't even cross my mind that you'd be in places like that, doing stuff like that. Yeah, I'll never forget it. Oh, God. What, um, what's the best day at work you've ever had? Have you got like every, you know, a day with, you thought, all right, this is brilliant. I love this job because whatever. I do love this job when when you diagnose something and, and it's been like, it's been annoying the customer for ages and you diagnose it right and you're just like, yeah, I knew it, I knew it. There was, actually, yeah, that, that reminds me, there was one site we had and the guy was constantly moaning and three or four people had been out to it. So I went out to it and I was looking at it and I was like, it seems okay. And then I, I went in more depth into it, more depth, got a controller onto it, went into all these settings and I was like, this valve is stuck. This valve is stuck. I was like, I'm telling you now. And then went, <laughs> And like some of the lads would drink tech support and I was like, no, I was like, I could look at it and I could see and I was like, it's pulsing, but it's not, it's not doing what it should. And then I said it to the, to the, to the lad in the shop and he's like, oh, right, fine. He's like, we'll, we'll change it. And I was like, I'm telling you, it's this, it's this. And then one of the lads went there and changed it and it's been running since. And I was just like, I told you. I told <laughs> it is a good feeling, isn't it? Because um, I'm terrible for doubting myself all the time but I'm like it with everything in life but at work I'm terrible for you know thinking that I don't I don't know what I'm doing really I do I do know what I'm doing you know not obviously I don't know everything but um mm. I, I doubt myself all the time I even I annoy myself I do it that much but I because I think it's because I always feel like I've got I've got something to prove do you know what I mean? I always feel like I'm trying yeah. to prove myself to people around me or customers or, you know, when you get the one that stands behind you watching you and you're thinking he's watching me because he's thinking, a woman doing oh, this. That does, that does my head in when you're on a site and they're just hovering around. You're just like, oh my God, can you leave me alone for five minutes, please? Yeah. 
it, it, I find it really stressful. I find that I probably wouldn't make a mistake until someone stood behind me watching me, and then I will make every mistake. I'll drop all my tools, like, and do it. You're like, come back to me when I have the unit open and I have an idea what's wrong. That's what I think. I'm just like, just leave me alone for five, yeah. ten minutes, please. Do you find that people uh, sort of patronise you? Um, no, not really, I don't think. No, like I work, like, I have like a, all the apprentices that I, I wouldn't say I'd be in charge of, but who, de who I deal with. And I've never had an, an issue with any of the, the people that I work with anyway. That's good. What's um? Do you, so you, are you all assigned the same the same apprentice? So you're with the same person all the time, aren't you? Uh, not all the time. It could be for a couple of weeks, and then they'll move. It kind of depends on the sites and how busy they are. Sometimes some of the people might have two apprentices, and I might have none. Oh, okay. it just kind of depends where we're working and depends yeah. flexibility of everyone. Yeah. What What are the um apprentices like? Do you find that they're keen or do you find that they're you're always constantly having to sort of prod them <laughs> to, to get on with it yeah i'd say it's, it's probably a mixture i'm always kind of harping on to them to like to ask questions and and show a bit of initiative like nothing annoys me more than if i fix something or we're doing something and then i'll fix it and then i'll be like right are we ready to go and they haven't asked one question and because yeah. I turned around to one of them a while ago, one of the lads I was working with, and I can't remember what the fault was, but I ended up getting it fixed. And I turned around to him and I said, like, do you understand what I've just done and, and how it's running again? And he's just like, no. And I was like, why didn't, why aren't you asking me questions? Like, you, you just stand there. They're always on their phone as well. That's generally big. <laughs> oh, I could go on for ages. Just ask questions. Like, obviously, like, I'd be on my phone, like, maybe like posting on Instagram or whatever, but like, there's a time and a place. Yeah. I feel like I was the opposite, like, and I still am. I ask questions. I ask too many questions. I constantly in my head, I'm thinking, "Oh, you're annoying people. You're annoying them so much. Don't don't ask another question." But I'll, I can't help it. I'll ask. <laughs> I'll ask everything. You need to ask questions though, because you're like you're never you're never going to learn, especially if that like him just standing beside me. Yeah, I think it's an opportunity. If you're working with someone with a lot of experience and somebody who you know is good at what they do, it's an opportunity, isn't it, to learn and to learn the right way. Exactly. Like so, even like some of the, some of the lads I work with, they're far better on certain brands or chillers or whatever. And if I'm working with them, like I'm asking them questions. Yeah. You're never going to learn if if you don't ask. So. No. I can't stop thinking about that foot. <laughs> 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 in the back of my head, I just keep thinking, oh God, I don't know what I'd do. I think that'd really freak me out. I don't like stuff like that. It's gruesome. Have you got any other gruesome stories for me? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I did nearly get invited into uh, a surgery one day. I was doing the fridge in the at the surgical labs and I obviously had to get gowned up and they obviously thought I was a nurse or a doctor or something and they opened the door and they were like are you coming in I was like no I'm here for this <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um I feel like we should all write a book you know like um these diary type books that are out like I've, re I've read loads of them like life of a prison officer and life of a doctor and mm -hmm. we should do life of a female spark and 
you can put yeah, your foot that's very interesting actually the life I'm of a tradie person. say that again sorry I said the life of a female tradie yeah we should all get together do one together all our best all the best bits all our best stories because I've not got enough interest stories here that would be very interesting to do actually yeah hmm, I'm gonna look into that nobody yeah. stole my idea before I do it <laughs> <laughs> um right um have you got any um advice or anything for you know get young girls that might be thinking of um going into a career you should do talks and stuff at, at um schools you know like careers day and colleges yeah, and like they don't really do things like that here it's it's very strange like you have like your like your guidance counselor in your last year of of school but even like apprenticeships generally like it's never really mentioned in school that it's an option it's yeah. always just like college or you, you, you don't hear and I think it's a real shame and um, we've talked we've talked about this before um I, I think that girls just assume that you know these jobs aren't an option to them and that's why there's yeah. so few few women traders it's a real shame because I think you know if if they knew all their options and that it's not as scary as they might think um getting into a trade then there might be more more women that come into it so yeah because i think i think a lot of a lot of girls think that it's just going to be on a site and like with the lads you know and yeah. they're just like no it's it, it's a, it can be a lot different from that and even even how well it pays like the higher you go up and it's just never really t it's definitely not really talked about here because that is one of the things that my sister has, has mentioned to me about trying to do things like that and obviously it, COVID, we can't is your sister um office based with a company she's not yeah. a well, okay yeah all right okay so she's not um one of the four no, she went one of the no four. <laughs> is. no she she went she went the college route so. <laughs> okay okay well thanks so much for um for talking to me today and explaining uh yeah how you got to where you are how long have you been? You've been doing 2007, so you've been, you've been doing it a long time. Yeah, 2007 was when I started. It's, it's changed like a, a little bit. There's all kind of like new refrigerants coming in and regulations, and we're kind of moving in towards the heat pumps and houses. And all right, I think I think I think from 2024 here, they're they're banning gas boilers and houses. It's all going to have to be like heat pumps and yeah, to be carbon carbon efficient and all these type of things like it's, it's a very interesting trade i definitely would recommend it like there's a lot of strands there's there's obviously the air like air conditioning and refrigeration are, are like they're it's the same principles but like they're, they're two separate things and there's the likes mm -hmm. of like chillers and heat pumps and houses and co2 there's a hell of a lot to get into so yeah so there'll be a, there'll be a lot of um a lot more work coming your way then if that's all yeah a hell of a lot like even the data centers that we do when i started we looked after five i think and they've got about 16 of them now and they're just constantly building everything there here seems to be data centers now and they're just they're, they're huge sites yeah huge. wow do, do, is most of your work um like local in dublin or are you traveling all over most of it is dublin we have a couple of sites down around the country but i'd say 
95% of it is Dublin based, yeah. so it's, it's fine for me. So I love Dublin so much. It is great. It's, it's <laughs> Ireland is the only country when it's sunny. Which yeah. is generally it's When's when that? Every time I've been, it's not sunny. <laughs> it's not sunny. <laughs> I've been a few times. Um, for so I've been for a wedding, and I've been just for like mad weekends when I when I was younger uh, with my friends, and we've had the best nights out in Dublin. Quite so. like a good spot. It is. It's, it's good crack. Like yeah. Oh, maybe I'll come back when when we can do anything again. When we can leave the yeah. house. I'll take you to, to this pub, the best Guinness, guaranteed. Really? Where's that? What pub? Uh, the Strawberry Hall. Okay. Right, I'll hold you to that. I'm coming to Dublin. Yeah, no problem. I'll take right you there. there. I'll take you on, on a tour. There's like four or five pubs that are just, oh, the Guinness is just to die for. Gorgeous. Okay. It's funny because I only liked um, Guinness when I was in Dublin. I've had really? it here and it tastes different. I don't know if it doesn't travel well. I don't really know. Um, but I thought it was disgusting. And then I had it when I was over there. Um, obviously, I did the tourist um, Guinness factory thing and all that, and it was. Oh nice. yeah, the storehouse. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I I started drinking it um, on a night out because the drink it was like a normally well I used to drink uh, vodka cranberry juice right it was like sixteen mm -hmm. euros for one but Guinness yeah, was like five pound very... a pint I was like I'm on the Guinness tonight <laughs> I'll pay sixteen pound a yeah. drink it was insane yeah well the mixers and all like that they are they're very expensive here yeah worth it though it is a good night out <laughs> <laughs> all right bit off topic sorry um thanks so much for talking to me i really appreciate it no problem um, thanks very much for having me on that's okay and yeah good luck with everything you're going to be super busy by the sounds of it the next few years so enjoy yeah. and i'll see you in the... i'll try i'll try <laughs> <laughs> i'll see you in dublin soon can't wait yeah. Oh my god, we should all go. I'm gonna organise a tradey lady trip to trip to Dublin after COVID. We'll go on a man for the weekend. Imagine. Yeah. Get everyone over. Let's go. Uh, I'm well up for it. Right, I'll let you go. Thank you. Cheers. Right. Okay. Bye. Bye. That was Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Never miss an episode by subscribing now. Just hit the subscribe button and turn your notifications on.